Welcome everyone to the last video store clerks podcast with Frank and Scott. The days of blockbuster Hollywood and the independent video store are over. But searching the shelves for that special overlooked movie will never end. The one that really sticks with you forever. Let's drown ourselves in a sea of streaming services and ask the question, what the fuck is that? Does this hold up? And just what the hell is a good movie anyway? I'm Frank Roll. I'm Scott Moran. And we're the last video store clerks. <laughs> Yes. I'm not saying all Scientologists are rapers, but I am saying they're all Scientologists. <laughs> well, what got me was in the comments on a lot of posts about it. People were like, 20 years ago, that seems a little fishy. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, what is Haven't we been hearing about it the whole time? The whole fucking time there's been whispers. But then after the Me Too movement, of course, the whispers got louder. Then it comes out and he finally gets fucked for it. I hope whoever says that wakes up with Bill Cosby's thumb. Dude, just, just wakes up and... 20 years he's like the, 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 <laughs> talking about pudding and shit 20 years jiggling. <laughs> oh god what was that Re leonard six yeah i wonder if we could ever find leonard six what's leonard six you never saw leonard six no i saw ghost dad <laughs> <laughs> um so leonard six i'm pretty sure is a movie that uh you probably couldn't even find on anything leonard part six I apologize. 1987. Holy fuck, I have seen this movie. Remember, he's got those things. What? They're filled with like Dawn soap, like, because they use Dawn soap to mimic something else. Yeah. The butler guy dates the crazy. I think she's like an Aussie chick with a bus full of kids. Oh my God. Yes, I have seen Leonard this. Part Six. Holy fuck. Yeah. This was like a weird gas station rental, I think. Like moving with Richard Pryor? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, all right. No, I mean, yeah, kind of. The '80s was filled with hidden gems. All I'm saying is, Ghost Dad went from comedy to creepy <laughs> in just a few years. It's funny. I saw a clip of Friends today, and it was like uh, Ross is just like a pervert without the the laugh track. Apparently, he'd been like watching <laughs> a self defense class, and so this was like the laugh track dropped, and it's just him like asking the instructor these questions, and it's like that's fucking amazing that somebody thought to do that. I'm like fucking brilliant all they did was drop the laugh track and it completely changes the mood of the scene part of that is the pause for applause is still there yeah so it's the, gonna make it feel weird and that's exactly it because like the the instructor for instance would just stare at him and it was the creepiest look like what the fuck's wrong with you but and i mean which was like <laughs> what he was implying and but you know i bet saved by the bell is really really weird with no laugh track i watched saved by the bell but i didn't like watch saved by the bell I watched a lot of Saved by the Bell. Did you watch the college one after? Yeah. Oh. And the new class. Oh. All that shit. Wow. Yeah. Hardcore, man. It was just around. I don't know. I was probably still checking out Legends of the Hidden Temple. <laughs> <laughs> Weren't you Mr. Cool Guy? Go Green Monkeys. I mostly watched <laughs> fucking Killing Eve all week. They're doing an AMC Is that the plus. Sandra O? Yes. Okay. Uh, they're doing an AMC Plus crossover promotion. I don't think Killing Eve has ever been anywhere it's in, in its entirety when I felt like watching it. How many seasons deep is that now? It's just four. Four eight-episode seasons, and it's over. But it's Phoebe Waller-Bridge, who was my TV writing crush. Really? Yeah, she did Fleabag. I think I've told you about Fleabag. It's an Amazon original series. Yes. about her life yes. it is one of the funniest things i've it pops ever up. seen it's recommended to me a lot it's so good dude it's just two seasons and they're very short we're we're older than her she's in the new indiana jones and she co-wrote the last james bond movie as well sweet 
Oh, yep. There she goes right there popping up next to old Harrison. And her boyfriend, I want to say, maybe husband, I don't know, wrote uh, In Bruges and uh, Banshees of Inishirin. In Bruges was one of my Hollywood movies. And like I said, kind of sm- old small town Texas, but it was, you know, Cedar Park blew it because of Austin. Anyway, In Bruges? Do you have that In Bruges What's movie? In Bruges all about? It's got that Colin guy in it, huh? Colin Farrell's in it. I love phone booth. Didn't see it coming. <laughs> I, did that you was know, fucking Kiefer. That was Kiefer. Did you know that that was Kiefer? It blew my mind. God damn. I mean, this is the same fucking crowd that didn't understand District 9. Anyway, yeah. Um. So Killing Eve. I, I, have you seen it before? No, I never saw it before. So this I've is always like your meant first... to watch it. She won a ton of Emmys for that. Uh, the villain. And uh, man, she's fucking good. Uh, what's her name? Jodie Coomer? I want to say she was in free guy. She was the main girl okay. in that. And then she was in the last duel. Oh, was she? the blonde? Yeah. Yeah. <gasps> I didn't hell of a fucking actress. It's crazy. That show is so good though. We're like two seasons in maybe been watching it four days. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. Fuck. But that's pretty much all I've watched all week. Nothing else really. But yeah, HBO is doing a crossover with, AMC Plus. Isn't Amazon claiming that? Haven't they fucking pissed on it already? Isn't that theirs? AMC Plus? Or is that MGM? No, they have it as a channel. I'll start. That's all you watched? That's Not, really it. I've had slow weeks. I mean, there's been some other stuff. I think I may have talked about it. I was watching The Mick. Not a whole lot else. But Killing Eve, it's nice to find a show. Like, when you leave, I'm going to watch it. Mm. I'm excited to do it. Well, no, that's good, though. You've got the... You've got... You want to. Like you're, you're yeah, and that's you're what hungry I've been it. looking for something that like grabbed me, yeah. and it was like that's all I'm gonna watch for a week. I know I still haven't caught up on Yellow Jackets, and I hate myself. Yeah, you are an inconsistent motherfucker. Now. I love that show. I love it. Have um, you not watched any of the season? The second, second one? season? Nope. I'm gonna have None to watch a fucking season one recap at this point. Goddamn. Yeah. Yeah, I really am. I'm gonna have to look up like a good one. I did check out something on Max. Um, BS High documentary couple years ago trending viral story this uh like high school academy you know they they air like big high school games on espn like major it's a documentary or movie it's a documentary all right this story that went crazy a couple years ago they're like how old are those guys that coaching staff looks a little off what the fuck they played one of the best like you know uh like football schools in the country like academies like this school like preps like it builds you up for football it's one of those they got destroyed on national tv the training staff didn't look like they were like official long story this guy fucking made up a football fucking team like he put these kids together he made up a fucking school hustled his way through everything and it's called bs high because the school is bishop sycamore i don't support it though they should not have made a documentary this is giving this man attention he loves it you can see it in his face i didn't even finish it because i was like i just can't support watching that i get it it's a good story you're, you're giving him exactly what he wants. I had strong feelings about it. Cool story, but anyway. BS High. Um, Dark Nature was my next one. I was looking for stuff we might want to watch, and I ended up watching it. What was that on? Amazon. On Amazon. It's okay. on Amazon. Group of people go to the woods on a retreat. It's a found footage movie? No, it's oh. not. But there is something sinister. A boot? A boot. A boot. There were continuity things that stuck out like crazy. It looked well done and everything. Just every now and then you're like, what? The, where the fuck did that come from? Like, you can't just put that in there. It's like they were doing a scene and they knew it was coming, but they had, they didn't need to explain it. They were just like, 
Like they go into a cave and it's like, oh, now she has a Zippo? Where'd the fucking Zippo come from? Because no shit, they're going in the cave and I'm like, how are they going to see? Okay, and I'll tell you, there is something in the fucking woods and it was kind of fucking creepy. But like I said, just things weren't acknowledged or things would just pop up in a scene and you're like, oh, well, thanks. (laughs) um, Not going to say I was against it, though. I don't regret watching it. But you're for it. Dark nature. Yeah, it was okay. And then I'd been looking at it, but uh, old Sly Stallone as a superhero samaritan I, I saw it and i was like i want to watch it i was like don't fucking no don't all right you liked it oh it's all right man i mean the thing is i i didn't do any research i apologize if i sound like a douche there's so much marvel so much dc out there just to have something that's oh in like the boys is like the dark side of shit if it was more real kind of like watchmen-esque i'm excited about that boys spinoff generation v is it happening yeah i had no idea I think it's filmed already. Sorry I'm on your couch because I think I just pissed a little. That's why I put down the mats. Like a puppy pad? <laughs> Did you fucking put down a puppy pad for me on your yeah. couch? I didn't even see it. I knew you were going to get excited. Um, No, but Samaritan, man. I'm okay with it because, you know, a superhero movie, it's about someone with superpowers. So you got to expect some ridiculousness. So it was better than Hancock or less good or... You know, I did not compare the two prior to this moment. I might pick Samaritan over Hancock. And I love Will Smith and old Charlie's. I thought Theron. Hancock was terrible. It like changed tone halfway through the movie. It, it was one of my a totally uh, different movie. It was one of my Hollywood movies, man. Uh, it's not good. I used to have the shirt that said Hancock on the front and Hollywood video on the back. Like it started good and it ended fine, but the two parts do not meet in the middle no, properly. No, and I'm not no i'm not saying it's a great i'm just i won't if it's the only thing on okay if it was a hotel room movie it's better than fucking gemini man that was terrible we went and saw that at the fucking theater dude oh that cgi young will smith looks fucking awful well that's the thing is i wanted to give that a chance and so we went and saw it at the theater i supported that movie in the theater I would rather watch After Earth again. See, so that's the thing. I I boycotted After Earth, so I felt like... Did you... You never saw it? Never saw it. Did you ever see Super with Rain Wilson? Not all of it. Not all of it? No. Really? Long story. Well, you, no. You I just... Like something it. happened. I had to pause. I never went back. You were like, too gory. No. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> You're talking to somebody who watched Blank Man probably over 10 times as a child. You got grossed out by Swiss Army Man. I don't know who you are anymore. But I loved Blank Man. <laughs> you also like Pluto Nash. Slap me and call me Susan. <laughs> uh, and I mean Meteor Man. Meteor Man was pretty good. Pluto Nash. No. Man Who Fell to Earth. What does that have to do with anything? The Man Who Fell to Earth with David Bowie and Rip Torn? Oh, sorry. No. What's the other one with that dude from Terminator 2? Exactly. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. We've gotten really far from Samaritan, though. So you liked Samaritan. I did like Samaritan. I'm sorry, I keep straying. <laughs> it was good, though. It was good. Samaritan was great. Same director as the movie we watched today. And the director of Overlord, which I fucking thought was amazing. It was good. Good World War II weirdness. It was one of those that I missed it in the theater, but I kind of wanted to go see it. So as soon as it came out for rent on Amazon uh, back when, it was one of those back when they used to give you good prices for buying. Like it was like a couple bucks more to buy it than rent it. And I was like, fuck, why not? I like little Kurt Russell. Looks just like Kurt Russell. Only blonder. (laughs) Uh, 
Did Goldie Hawn say some shit recently? I feel like Goldie Hawn went and said some shit after being quiet for years. No, she's fine. She wasn't on the. You were like, sit the fuck down, Goldie Hawn. Well, Madonna and Cher are just out here fucking up left and right, and it makes me feel. It's one of those things that makes me feel. Yeah, old. Madonna's fucking embarrassing. She is. God damn. <laughs> Does her money even stand up now? Uh, you make guys may not get the feeling that it's October, but it is. I bought two Halloween decorations in July this year. Yeah, I don't feel the October season yet because it's fucking hot as shit in Texas. When people say hell on earth. Like, this is it. This is it. There's ants in my backyard I didn't know existed. They're like fucking spider ants, and they're really small, but they're so fast. Prehistoric ants? Like, the ground dried up and cracked, and it released them. But it is Halloween month, so we have started watching horror movies. We started with The Pope's Exorcist, and uh, this was not my favorite of this guy's movies, for sure. Nah, not horrible. Not horrible. I'm going to say not horrible, though. Completely watchable. I'm having trouble getting scared by exorcist movies. Like, you have an exorcism? I've seen it. I've seen your exorcism before. They went more for the story here. It was about the guy. And I thought that Russell Crowe probably weirdly did a lot of research for this about this guy. Because this guy has written books. Did you like the accent? That's fine. He didn't have that accent in Gladiator, and he probably should have. <laughs> I couldn't tell you how many people I mentioned this to that, like, this is what we were watching. But two people had actually seen it, and both of them mentioned the accent. So I went into it a little tainted, because I was looking for it. I'm not talking about, like, being offended. I'm like, did it bother you? It didn't bother me at all. I didn't give a shit about it. It was fine. Fine. Okay. I've heard worse accents. I grew up in the 80s. Short circuit. <laughs> Again. <laughs> Again. How many that, times? Two episodes Can in I a row. Can I point out that there is a blackface and short circuit? I followed somebody on TikTok who built a Johnny Five. That's pretty cool. They, it's it's him. I do remember exorcism movies freaking me out at one time. Oh, hell yeah. Shit's like creepy. The exorcist freaked me out. The last exorcism, I think, had some moments where I was like, that's, yeah. Yeah, last exorcism. There's been ones here and there. Was it uh, Emily Rose? Exorcism of Emily ones. Rose? Yeah. Mm -hmm. But they're not hitting like they used to. No, the uh, the jump factor wasn't there for me. It almost got me once in this one, I feel like. Like, I was close. It was it was a startle, but I didn't, like, gasp. Creepy shit, though. Some of it was creepy. For sure. Um, that, Intellectually. Well, and that kid. That kid was weird looking from the get-go, too. They picked a good kid. You picked the skinny the skinny ones? You Just a little touch-up makeup? Make them creepy as fuck. I want to talk about those teeth. Well, let's get to it, then. Yeah, let's jump in here. Spoilers. We're going to talk about the Pope's Exorcist. <laughs> the Pope's As in... This is the Pope's hand-picked exorcist. This is his dude. This is the Pope's exorcist. Like, he picked this guy. But does he shit in the woods? Dude, the guy drives around in a fucking bulletproof glass cage, man. He doesn't shit in the woods. Can you imagine what that would look like? Like a mobile structure? I don't know. I think this Pope shits in the woods. This Pope? This one. Uh, like, 80s Pope? Yeah. That was a John Paul II or something. Yeah. I mean, he's probably listening to Billy Idol on the, like, on the low low. On the low low. Yeah, yeah. that's true. <laughs> it's 1987 and the Pope's main man exorcist, Father Gabriel Amorth, is a scooter-riding, joke-telling Vatican rock star who don't take no shit from cardinals. He sorts out the fakers and the loonies from the real demons, but he helps everyone either way. What a good guy. Yeah. Um. By the way, that little Vespa, it's... I'll get into it. It's... It had a Ferrari sticker. Did you notice? It's fucking ridiculous. It had a Ferrari sticker. Uh, the guy in real life did not ride one of those. Read about that. He I got didn't. a couple other facts on it. I'll get to it in a bit. 
<laughs> the, I was like, really? Yeah, apparently he just saw priests riding around the Vatican. And so that inspired him was for like, that character. I want him to, to do that. To ride the thing. Yeah. I also read that one of the guy's real friends in real life was like, he would be horribly offended by all this. Like, oh. he would not want to have a movie made out of this. Julia and her young son, Henry, and teenage daughter, Amy, have moved from America to remodel Julia's deceased husband's family-owned abbey. The daughter seemed so disappointed. I'd be a little freaked out, but at this, part of me would be like, look, if you can tell me it's not haunted, that is fucking badass. Really badass. Like, you inherited a castle. It's, yeah. it's a fucking, they say abbey, it's a castle. I don't know, I would be freaked out still, though. Because I, I have read a lot of H.P. Lovecraft, and there are probably rats that are going to eat me in the walls of that fucking abbey. Well, not only that, but, you know, I'm a strong believer in the don't fuck with it. In anything that's that old, and especially in, like, the old country, well, countries. Yeah, don't get me wrong. If somebody sold me a church, I would build a life inside of it easily. <laughs> I've had, like, elaborate <laughs> fantasies about, like, remodeling a church as a house and how cool that would be. Oh, fuck no. Don't fuck with it. Nah, you get, like, one of those fucking nice Methodist churches. It's, like, 50 years old, Max. That's a it's fine. Different kind of funerals Different there, kind of room you find in the back. Yeah. Henry is a little traumatized from being in the car when his father died of a tree branch going through his noggin and hasn't spoken since. But the experience has given him killer taste in music. That kids listen to the violent femmes and shit. Hard. Like, loud. Yeah. And went to sleep to it. Yeah, and they all had those sweet orange headphones you from might the be, 80s. Yeah, the, the orange puffy. Yeah, the orange nostalgia. Like, no, they're shitty. I think a lot of people, they had the yellow sport ones that were the solid plastic that were more early 90s, I guess. They were like a one piece. So, when the construction team breaks the seal on a tomb imprisoning a demon, and naturally the demon possesses Henry. We knew because that kid looked fucking weird from the beginning. Yeah, kind of funny looking. The Pope assigns Gabriel to go meet with the family and young local priest Father Thomas Escabel. They arrive to find the boy super possessed and creepy, and they investigate the grounds and catacombs beneath the old abbey, soon learning that Henry's demon, Asmodeus, has previously possessed the founder of the Spanish Inquisition, an exorcist, and that allowed him to infiltrate the church and lead it into its darkest time. Turns out, Asmodeus wanted an exorcist to come all along because possessing exorcists is his thing. It's like his kink. That's what he gets off on. Like, there's a book about it. He likes to wear an exorcist and then jerk off. The book was in, like, the first exorcist lap. In a throne. In a catacomb. Beneath an abbey. In España. The Pope's Exorcist was released this year of 2023, and it was directed by Julius Avery. And at the time of recording this, it is in the Netflix's top 10. We're a little ahead of October. It's been there for a while, though. The screenplay is credited to Michael Petroni and Evan Spiliotopoulos. Sounds like a fake name again. Yeah, like, uh, what's his name in, uh, oh, Godzilla, Matthew Broderick. Do <laughs> you think that sounds like a fake name? Spiliotopolis. Spiliotopolis. Well, in Godzilla, like, nobody says it right the whole time. <laughs> Remember? That's, like, one of the underlying things. Okay. Although it does look like they just fixed the script, edited it, rewrote it a little bit. They're the ones who got credit for it. If you look, there's a bunch more names. That's Hollywood, I guess. The story is based on the books An Exorcist Tells a Story and An Exorcist More Stories by Father Gabriel Morth who actually was the Pope's number one guy. And he, like Frank said, he didn't fucking ride a scooter. He did not ride a scooter. He um, apparently wouldn't have liked this much. It's a Lambretta. I think it came out in the er- it was early 60s. I think it was 60 to 63 is what it said. His did have the Ferrari sticker, though. This movie stars Russell Crowe as Father Gabriel, Daniel Zavato as Father Escabel, Alex Esso as Julia Vasquez, Franco Nero as the Pope, probably... 
John Paul II. I think that was the 80s Pope. I'm not up on my Pope game. You don't know your Popes? I don't know my Popes. Well, he definitely shit in the woods. Peter D'Souza Fayhoney as Henry Vasquez. Laurel Martin as Amy Vasquez. Cornell John as Bishop Lumumba. Chick, chicka, boom, chick, chicka, boom, chick, chicka, boom. <laughs> Ryan O'Grady as Cardinal Sullivan. The young Cardinal. What a dick. Always the young Cardinal. How'd that guy become a Cardinal? Ralph Innocent was the voice of Asmodeus. I had to look him up early. I was like, that's got to be like somebody. The movie has 50-50 reviews, 47% on Rotten Tomatoes, and the good old 6.1 on IMDb. The most used rating. That is the IMDb most average rating, 6.1. Well, did you hear the drama about people getting paid for Rotten Tomatoes ratings? No, I didn't. I didn't hear drama, dude. I think it was something like the last five years it's been happening. Like, uh, people take that tomato meter score really to heart. Well, allegedly, um, these critics were getting paid to uh, boost the ratings on Rotten Tomatoes. Tale as old as time. It's all happened before, man. I heart fat Apollo. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so yeah, I mean, another exorcist movie, right? Another one, another one. Um, and this, this one was a character study in a way, you know, it was like a, a biopic. <laughs> I, I called it the Da Vinci Exorcist instead of the Da Vinci Code. It was like a Da Vinci Code kind of tried to like, I don't know. There was some tomb raiding. There was a little bit of uh, national treasure going on here. A little bit of that Nick Cage. National pleasure. Was that a real porn? No. Should be. <laughs> it should be. <laughs> don't regret watching it. It had its moments. I wasn't sure what I was watching from the cold open of this movie because mm-hmm. I was like, well, that wasn't necessarily anything supernatural. And then he openly immediately admits that like he was just helping a young man who had some sort of mental illness. Oh, with like the pig scene? With the pig, yeah. yeah. And that it was just theater. I did like when he tells all those cardinals that real evil does not exist. Except for the 2%. And then he got all like, oh, yeah. And you want to know oh, some shit? Oh, you want to see some shit? Or that little uh, noisy make when he walk off? You want to see my feet? Whoop. 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 <laughs> <laughs> um, there was some humor in this movie, though. I feel like the guy was a funny guy. And that maybe in his research, he, he figured that out. He was like, this guy like made jokes and stuff. He's always joking <laughs> around. Not a lot of big names. No. And the family... I sort of appreciated that they weren't people I recognized, Mm -hmm. especially the kid. The son, yeah. I thought I recognized the daughter from stuff, and then I looked her up, and I'm like, oh, damn, she's been in not... Nothing. Yeah. Just, it's not real deep, but I swore and I'd seen her in something, and so it freaked me out when she wasn't in other things. I was like, well, what the fuck? Who am I thinking about? I also kind of like that that's sort of an H.P. Lovecraft beginning to it, is this Mm -hmm. family inherits an abbey. With grumpy kids in mourning. Yeah. I mean, is that like, like a standard setup for a horror movie? Because so like in all these stories, you're always vulnerable. You know, you're making yourself vulnerable for the evil spirit. So, I mean, you have to have grumpy, pissed off, semi fucked up kids, you know, most likely experiencing a traumatic experience. It's part of the formula, right? For an it's, exorcist it's movie. It's the, the formula for an exorcist movie. Missing parent or something like that. <laughs> it, exorcism without a license. Oh, that was part of the talking to that's what the cardinals were talking yeah yeah yeah. that's a good okay that's not how i put it i was pressed for time these are literally my notes as i was writing them down i just copy and pasted them gotcha okay (laughs) whoa this is crazy if i put our notes side by side on this one Uh, it was just me writing down the plot points as i was going 
Um, so they're they're just whatever I wrote as I was watching it. So this Exorcist movie was actually probably the brightest one I've seen. You know what I mean? Yes, I would agree. Does I mean in in like a literal se- like it was it was not a dark like the the setting was not dark. This movie also all. had a crazy big budget. Like it was polished, and that's almost like, and the special effects were good. They were, but I want it to be a little dirty. I think that's what makes me kind of freaked out in an exorcist movie nowadays. Mm-hmm. Like it almost has to be a found footage movie of an exorcism for, for you the to realism. Get me. For the realism, yeah, you're not going to get me by having an exorcism in The Conjuring. And really, I think that this is yet another Christian superhero movie. Like Loki, not even Loki. <laughs> I mean, this is like their their main superhero at this point. You know, the fucking Warrens. That's like one thing, but this is the Pope's fucking exorcist. You know, like this is as Christian superhero as you can get without making it Jesus Christ vampire hunter. Well, and you know how real is it that you know something fucked up happens and the contractors just pull out of the job? We're out of here. Evil gas leak. The, yeah, we had a bad feeling about it. Two of our guys hit a gas leak. They blew up. We're I'm pulling my team. But it had to be something. If it wasn't that, like rats were gonna eat one of the guys, like the wiring guy. You know, they found him like eaten by rats to the Mm -hmm. bone. Fresh meat just clinging to his hinges. Or doing weird shit in a corner, like chewing off his own tongue and scratching his cheeks off. Yeah. Or like the the guy in poltergeist who rips his face off in the sink. Oh, I mean little little Timmy in this. No, what's his name? It's not Timmy. What's the fucking son's name? Little Timmy? Oh my god, what was his name? Tiny Tim Henry Vasquez. Henry, that's it. Little fucking Henry. Little Henry Vasquez. Little Hank. He got fucked up early in this one. They got right into it. They did. I felt like they dilly-dallied a little while they were in it. I mean, his older sister was pretty angsty right off the bat. Yeah, she was like, I'm going to go listen to music. Fucking, who gives a fuck about this? Yeah, she bums a cigarette off of one of the workers. He doesn't talk in fucking months. I'm not surprised that's what's coming out of him. Sounds like a 63-year-old smoker. (laughs) A lot of buildup in there. I'm going to go to my room. The phlegm gets thick. The phlegm gets thick. Can we go back to the the scooter real quick? So, okay, so uh, it's a Lambretta, 1960 to 63. Uh, didn't check the price. We confirmed that he's the Pope's exorcist, handpicked by the bishop under the Pope. We don't need to confirm it. It's the title of the movie. You might be led to believe that this is the Pope's exorcist because he is, in fact, the Pope's exorcist. You would think that the Pope's exorcist does exorcisms on the Pope, but that's not what he does. But what really catches you off guard is the fact that he's on a scooter so many points in this movie but they let you know he's from rome this takes place in spain right yes it shows him riding into spain on the scooter oh my god you're right i didn't even fucking think of that they fly the scooter in so here's here's the deal man i went ahead and plugged in the vatican and then i just as destination i put spain let's not get specific let's just, just get like to the wherever spain 1200 fucking miles didn't do that on a scooter no the, the i mean, I'm just saying. All right, now I'm glad you came back to the scooter. Will you just go from fucking Rome to fucking Spain on your scooter with your fucking suitcase strapped on the back? See, this is the kind of shit you got to put in to the last video store clerk's IMDb. <laughs> goofs. Last I can video store goofs all day. Clerk nuggets. I'll drop some nuggets. Um, But yeah, man, I'm about 1,200 fucking miles. I'm not even going to use kilometers. You know, when I was Googling directions in Europe, it would not break it down two miles for me. Also, that's not how gas explosions work. Oh, like the initial one, even through the crack. Yeah, wall. like no fucking. It, like it could shoot a like maybe a like a flamethrower. You know. Well, look, man, we do a lot of sci-fi. Once you cracked it, shouldn't it have been leaking the whole time? Yeah, I mean, or was it coming from the puddle? Was it coming from the puddle? I don't know. 
We'll get to the hell puddle later. <laughs> yeah, because there's something else. There's there. a lot between here and the hell puddle. Yeah. Um. Okay. So little Henry, baby Hank. Well, when they fucking show up at the house, mom is like, "Yeah, okay." Uh, like, how did they get there? Who'd they call? Yeah. Like, okay. Well, did they have a doctor come? And the doctor was like, "Dios mio." <laughs> <laughs> well, wait. Let's go back to Father Um Esquivel. How did he get there after the hospital? So I take it he was the local guy who alerted the Vatican. Well, no. They, oh, that's how he came. Possessed Hank asked for a priest. Wrong fucking priest. Uh, or he was, something oh, like yeah, that. Yeah, like he was like, yeah. this one's fucking. That's how they got yeah. there. Now, that was mentioned. This one doesn't have any clout. Who's this young fucker? But you always got to have the young priest and the old priest. The up and comer, the apprentice. The thing here. It's the apprentice, yeah. the bag holder. Hold the crucifix. Yeah. He, he's the gopher. Have some center baggage, panty sniffer. But you knew that he was going to have some... Some shit, yeah. Yeah, he was going to have some baggage. Because, uh, of course, he's not pure. What priest is pure? I like when he tells him to do confession, and he says it's been, like, this many years, and he's like, what the <laughs> fuck, man? He's, he's like, like, wait, wait, oh, no. Let's skip through this. Yeah, so this we're going to be here all priest, fucking right? day, because yeah. you <laughs> definitely have some shit. Oh, funny fact there, though. So, like, he's barely a priest. He's young. He asked him, like, you know, what's your experience? He knows nothing about exorcisms. Towards the end when they're in the catacomb, he, like, informs the Pope's exorcist of, like, a fact. Did you notice that? No. Fuck, I didn't put it in my notes what exactly it was. But, you know, Russell Crowe's going on about something, and then the other, the young priest says something, and it's like, well, wait, I thought you didn't know shit about fucking exorcisms. He pulled, like, a fun I fact out of the fucking air. exorcist in yeah. this small amount of time. I mean, maybe what they didn't show is he was down the hallway in the haunted fucking house, like, doing research in one of those days. The overall timeline here was fast, though. It was like two, that whole shit was like two days. Yeah, it was like days. 24 hours, maybe. Yeah, one like or two part days. Part of one day and part of another. Once they get to the Abbey. Yeah, it was fast. And these do normally dry out because they're like, oh, we're losing them. It's been two weeks and we don't have her cleansed yet. This yeah. one was like, oh, well, well you I know wonder what? how long Reagan is in the bed in The Exorcist. How many days pass? Well, how long did it take to get the priest there? I don't remember that. Like, it was that mentioned. True. Like, what was their initial you know um, long enough to where he was tired and he tripped and fell down those fucking stairs that's for sure <laughs> sorry okay but little hank man you're possessed right so your your skin starts to deteriorate you get the veins the eyes happen i like the demon eyes inside the eyes like when, the, when they you, turn you finally realized that was what he was doing when well he was and the blood red ones were pretty medallion. those were awesome but the blood red were cool too i liked all the demon eyes on this kid they, he was pulling off all the looks. Wreck that when shit. you're the left hand of ball. When you're ready to slay for the devil. Are you really a giant swarm <laughs> of flies? Are the locusts coming? Where the fuck are the locusts? The teeth. What the fuck was going on with the teeth? Were the teeth half possessed? Did you look closely at the possessed Hank teeth? No, were they moving? Okay, let's break it down. Top half white. About the halfway point, you get like a pinkish arch, and then below that is like some pink and purple, almost veiny. I'm like, did the tips of the teeth get possessed veiny? We really didn't see Hank's teeth before he became possessed. I thought the little fucker had braces, and he was like the first fucking possessed kid with braces. No, they did something weird. Do you think they like put some fake teeth in his mouth? Well, what was the and objective they were there? Is that evil teeth or those possessed teeth? What the fuck was the choice with the palette there? It was like half white with this little arch. I don't know. I don't know what the fuck. I, 
I probably couldn't even find that shit. I want an explanation for why his teeth look like that. Is that what evil teeth look like in 2023? Because even his nose, it went, do you know how fucking crooked it got? Did you notice that? Yeah, it got real fucked up. It looked like a fucking boxer from the fucking Cinderella Man days. The kid looked worse and worse as the movie went along. And I just felt like they left the kid too many times. And like, I would have liked to see this family be haunted a little more like before this guy ever showed up she shared a bathroom with him man that's like close dude there was like a set of doors a bathroom then a set of doors of his room between him and the sister between amy and henry she's in there chilling i mean she's not comfortable yeah you gotta worry abby go find another room yeah it's a dude that's way too i'd be like nope nope i'm sorry love you henry but i'm gonna be over there in the east wing you know what's funny is kelly was like uh what's the deal with this lady running around her underwear going and kissing her kids on the head and she was like, that's weird. And I was like, I mean, is it, is it all that weird? And then, like, he goes, like, grabbing her breast and shit as soon as he becomes possessed. And he's like, hey, mama. Yeah. That <laughs> was... Did he tell her to breastfeed him? Uh, you didn't breastfeed me. <laughs> yeah. Oh. If I'm not mistaken, it was like, you didn't breastfeed me. But he's, yeah, coming yeah, to feel on to mom. Kelly and I was like, okay, fair enough. Well, and that's Things the have thing. gotten weird. <laughs> you get the gratuitous nudity. In, nudity, in, nudity? <laughs> the gratuitous nudity gratuitous nudity in these movies and i mean you is this r-rated yeah i'm sure it is it was so when you get r-rated like why not throw some nudity in there i mean sex sells i i mean but there wasn't any fucking nudity yeah there was like not really the breasts of the young thing thing escabel's young chick oh that's what you're talking the about the one that he was supposed to marry yeah they they ended up going you know breast shot didn't even seem sexual to me no, but I'm just saying in most of these rated R movies, they go for it because you already have the R rating. So we talked about paranormal activity for a moment earlier. This movie, when people get yanked by the entity, like when you get straight up like jerked up in the air or thrown out of nowhere, those get me, man. Really? Those are the things that get me. So in when the- mom and sis were getting thrown around, that was... It's a little extra goosebumpy. Like, I, I get the goosebumps pop up when I'm watching somebody get yanked out of bed or yanked across the floor into another room man i really wish it, uh, so stuff like that got me you I mean, know what gets me is like in paranormal activity when the the attic is just cracked nothing even happens there oh it's just like <laughs> you, you know they come home and they're like what the fuck why is that open the gap like that fucking scares me yeah oh believe, our rental house the frame was coming undone so ours would be moved and then once i went out there and a whole piece of the frame had fallen buddy and you know what we never looked in that attic once because we were like, nope, this is a rental. We're not looking in the attic. I think we'd just watch Sinister, maybe. Oh, yeah. I was not looking in the fucking attic at that house. Yeah, that's a tough one. It is truly scary. I don't believe it's the scariest movie of all time. But no, it shot up to the top good. of the ranks. It's been voted as the the scariest. I've read so yeah, several articles, man. It's up there. It's up and I don't disagree. It's just not It's brutal, is what I think really it comes down to. And it, yeah, it's very scary. That's cre- there's creepy shit in Sinister. Yeah, but there has been things that have scared me much worse. This movie, Pope's Exorcist, I got a startle once. I wish I had, but no, I just, uh, it was inconsistent with what it was. Am I a biopic? Definitely a Christian superhero movie. <laughs> but I did like some of the turns, like where they were like, oh, Spanish Inquisition era stuff. They went back into some. No like, one expects the Spanish Inquisition. I know they're like, what's what, what? What has never been touched on before? Has anybody done Spanish Inquisition? Just Monty Python. Well, and is the Vatican not 
always hiding something the vaults in these movies are always so cool at the vatican does the vatican really have like a really cool like modern art i'm sure they do i mean just the style this one's like a lot of concrete you know like modern for the time you know have you ever been to vatican city no i would love to go Mm -mm. i like old churches they're creepy i like to fuck with it well you know i did do that europe thing but we didn't do italy i would like to go walk around the vatican look at all the windows and stuff like that i like fucking stained glass and uh, that's is, what I like doing in New Orleans more than drinking, is going and looking at the old churches. Young and we just wanted to get drunk. And the whole time I was there, I was just overwhelmed by how many p portraits of Jesus there were. They started to mesh. Because it's like, okay, we're going to go. Oh, in Italy? No, Europe, just in general. Oh, yeah. Because you were always going to a church. And it, there were just always portraits of Jesus. And then here we go. Yeah. But, I mean, I learned the difference between a gargoyle and a grotesque. You know, I thought that's pretty cool. Also, want to see those catacombs under Paris. No. What's that one? As above, so below. Dude, it took me years to watch that, and it freaked me the fuck out. Because I probably, it was just three or four years ago, my first time. Not bad. Had that guy from Superstore in it. Dude, that movie was awesome, and I told Olympia about it, and I think she watched it. I either rewatched it with her or she watched it on her own. She was like, what the fuck? I was like, yeah, good one, huh? Yeah, not too bad. <laughs> I dismissed it completely, and then uh, that's one of my like favorite scary movies. That one, yeah, I think it's the small space too. Doesn't hurt. But he did like all the like the way the catacombs were, and the, like the priest that they had put in the cage, and the other weird mummified bodies, and the Iron Maiden down there. Yeah. Iron Maiden. <laughs> this, while it is another exorcism movie. I thought they took it to a different place than the other ones have been. You know, with the storytelling. That's because, that's what I'm saying, is this was full-on Christian superhero movie. It had a boss battle at the end of it. It did. For fuck's sake. You're not lying. With, like, and when he's possessed, because he takes the demon from the kid, much like his pig trick in the beginning of the movie. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh. <laughs> hey, can we call that one chick a party popper? That was pretty cool, huh? Oh, that was the best part of the movie. That girl exploded. She just went face. to miss, dude. He was so bloody. Oh, God. Oh, that was a good one. It was, see, like, that was good. Like, that, that was well done, you know? Bravo. But it was like a straight-up boss fight at the end. He was possessed, and then the other guy, like, turns him, and then they fight their ex-girlfriends. So I know Escabel helped, but did he exercise himself a little bit? Was that a self-exorcism there towards the end? Maybe a little bit. Has that ever been done He was trying to fight before? it off. Basically. Yeah, I mean, I mean, people can always like resist, you know, the spirit. But did he self exercise? Exercise thyself? I will say that the exorcism itself on the boy, kind of the least climactic. Yeah, part of the movie. Of all the things so that happened like, in this, this movie? following this exorcist, except for the dude. And there's a demon that wants to get inside an exorcist. So That's the, his thing. The young girl that passed that took her own life because it was a mental thing and he was too prideful. When she comes back and she's chewing the bird in the ceiling. <laughs> yeah, and I liked all the flashbacks. I liked the the war flashback and his backstory. I was far more interested in the guy than I was in the exorcism and it felt weird to juggle these two things. It might have been cooler to make like a real historical movie about this guy. I, I would be really interested in that. I'd watch a documentary about him in a second. I would read one of his fucking books. You know, I heard the books are good. I bet they are. I wrote them down in the list of books that Did I you? should read. Yeah, because okay. I was like, this sounds like something I would Did, read. How many were there? Do you know? There's like three or four, I three, think. He did he like three wrote. or four? And there's some about him. 
So how do you feel about it at the very end of the movie? It's it's like it, it gives you a little backstory on what happened to the priest. And then it after. sets up like Christian MI6, the fucking Christian Avengers set up with fucking dude, yeah, Cardinal com- Nick Fury. Command center, dude. They're in the CIC. That was pretty intense. And I like I said, the, those vaults are pretty Yeah, like cause Bishop Lumbumba comes around and he's like, he's taken over and we have this whole operation set up for he's you. He's gonna have a scooter with a sidecar. And Escabel's gonna wear <laughs> fucking goggles. You know what I mean? Oh shit. Let's get going. And then they're gonna play the song from Wizard. <laughs> we only have to drive 6,000 miles for this one. But the scooter can handle it. It gets such good gas mileage. <laughs> then you go and redeem yourself. <laughs> the fucking two exorcists just snot like frozen to their face. Going to the Swiss Alps to do an exorcism. With IOUs flying out of the sidecar. <laughs> That should be the sequel, dude. Hit us up. Hit us up. We can help with this. Let's just go for it. Okay. okay uh, I want to back up a little bit. They did also for a stereotypical exorcist movie. There's always a crawler. Well, you got to have a crawler. There's always the crawler is a the thing crawler. that kind of gets me a little. I mean, they saved ceiling her. crawlers. I like that. Shit. So she was like the wild card I saw coming. Not gonna lie. Um, the daughter yeah yeah saw it coming at a certain point but then when she does the you know the michael jackson she starts getting fucking you know she's in there crumping and i don't think she was possessed long enough but i get it that was that was a good series of events there i was cool with that um the it, climax was pretty good it was fun the actual yeah the actual it, exorcism it wasn't of, uh, scary but it was fun well and little hanks was very abrupt and just like uh off the table hanks off the table family's going gonna get the fuck out of here they got them the fuck out which isn't like happy ending but it is well they the vatican bought the abbey from him from them so they could contain the evil so they got paid because you know they got that vatican money yeah they got that money they can go back to the states they can go back to you know where the ghosts and the demons are quite so fucking old well yeah and i feel like uh grow a doing oh god don't (laughs) fuck with it um if if you've been possessed, like, and then, like, your exercise, is there always just, like, a speckle of evil in you, though? You know what I mean? Like, like a little bit. Like, like is your DNA altered that much to where you've got, like, this extra, like, you know? I mean, he did grab his mom's boobs. That's up there for life. <laughs> that's up there. Yeah, mom walking through the house in the undies, though, not a big deal. I imagine not. People sleep in the undies, man. It's fine. It seemed a weird thing to tee up. I don't know. Whatever, anytime you think about these things, like... A Sigourney Weaver and Alien, man. Yeah, but she didn't go tuck her kid in. I don't think The kid wasn't with her. The comparison. cat was there. <laughs> she, and then Jonesy grabbed her tits. <laughs> 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 um, but it was fine. It's a fine movie to watch if you need something to watch. It's not a very scary movie. It's not scary. But the last Conjuring movie wasn't either. These the Christian superhero movies are just not shaken out the way I'd like. I mean, it beats the shit out of that movie about the child sex trafficking that came out that's a total fucking scam. Traffic? I hated that movie. <laughs> <laughs> Is his name Topher Grace? Oh, was Topher Grace in Traffic? Yeah, he was the one who fucking hooked up with Michael Douglas's daughter and got her started on the hard drugs that led her down the spiral. Oh, marijuana. <laughs> Gateway drug. <laughs> Gateway drugs. Remember those? Those good times. 
I had fun on gateway drugs. The ones that came after him, though. <laughs> Way better. <laughs> I I think I'm, I was the dare champion. Oh, yeah? You you won dare? I won dare. So <laughs> it's kind of like, uh, you know, in football, when you have a great play, like in high school or college, you might get the sticker on the helmet. I can identify all the drugs in that man's suitcase. Well, that's the thing. I was really up on my game, and the whole thing was the drive. If you were like the dare champion in our school, do you know what you got? A mug. A plastic mug with a lid. And you even got extra stickers. And I think a piece of candy. You were the kid that like walked around and you were like, oh, yep, cocaine. <laughs> I, I remember this from the coffee table in my living room. Look, if my parents were not who they were, I would have been a cop. <laughs> like, There's almost no doubt in my mind that I would have been a cop if I didn't have the upbringing that I had. I was on this straight edge path and then I realized where I was from. <laughs> but uh, no, man, I did what it took to win dare. I fucking won dare. So I got the shirt, the fucking mug, the sticker, the candy. It was mine. I got all of those things, too. I won by one sticker. No, you didn't get the mug. I didn't get the mug, eh? I don't think I you got the, the shirt. Mug. Everybody got the shirt. Oh, all right. This is like a participation trophy. Yeah, fuck you, Reagan. <laughs> <laughs> this shit was bullshit. Uh, anyway, the Pope's Exorcist, meh, it's fine. It's fine. Uh, Russell Crowe, all right. Singing songs. Fighting around the world, making movies. I wouldn't watch it again anytime soon, but if you're interested in exorcism movies, give it a go. It was fine, and I might read one of this guy's books. As, that would be interesting, to read a real Vatican exorcist. As similar as it may be to other exorcist movies, it did go places that I believe other like uh, previous films have not gone before. Except for like every fucking Marvel movie. Exorcism it's movies. a Christian superhero movie. Okay, dude, then I'm I can talk you. about Sigourney Weaver and the fucking tidy whities <laughs> I don't think that's the same. Thing. Yeah, it's close enough. <laughs> <laughs> it's a different time back in '79. Okay. Anyway, next week. <laughs> yes, next week we're finally going to watch In the Mouth of Madness, which Frank has never seen. So this month I'm going to show Frank a movie he hasn't seen. Then he's going to show me a movie we haven't seen. And then we're all going to happily watch a movie we already seen. Fucking Sam Neill, dude. I'm going to turn on In the Mouth of Madness and I'm going to be like, Ricky Baker. Uh-oh, Ricky Baker. <laughs> That's where you're going to go. Ricky I think you're going to go to a more Event Horizon place. Baker. <laughs> but it'll be fun. I, I don't want to watch uh, Halloween or something like that. Let's watch a lesser watched John Carpenter movie. Yeah. And I'm, dude, Sam Neill, I keep wanting to say Sam Elliott. I'm having to fight so hard not to say Sam Elliott, so I'm just going to say it, Sam Elliott. Sam well, Elliott. <laughs> my father-in-law looks exactly like Sam Elliott. Yeah? Uh, you've seen him. He does. That's right. Sometimes you eat the bar. <laughs> <laughs> I always think about him in Parks and Rec with no mustache. He's like the uh, the, oh, the hippie yes. Ron Swanson. Yes, that's right. That's right. Oh, that was so good. Okay, and shout out to Roadhouse. Sorry. <laughs> Wesley <laughs> Thanks everyone for joining us for the Last Video Store Clerks podcast. Be sure to leave a rating and subscribe. You can find us on Twitter at Last Clerks, Instagram at the Last Video Store Clerks, and you can find Scott at dispatchesfromthepit.com.